We'll see. In fact, shall we do a quick disclaimer that this in no way represents any of our political opinions or views on history. We're just looking at fan fiction and shipping. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm... How- however, <laughs> we I mean... are English and we do hate the French. <laughs> <laughs> We're Sunderay for the French. I think you'll find. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, a love relationship with the French. Yeah. It's, it's actually, yeah, actually, I I can't um I can't really talk. I love red wine. So if it wasn't if it wasn't for the French, I'd have. It's, I, I will say this: if it wasn't for the French, I'd have to drink English wine. Yeah, and nobody wants to drink English wine. English wine's fucking shite. Yeah. So, hello, hello and welcome everyone. to the welcome shipping back. forecast. Ha ha. That's <laughs> us. Hi. <laughs> I'm James. Joining me, as always, as you've heard, is Grace. Hello. <laughs> so much less enthusiasm there. You jumped in ready. I was expecting more. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Hello. Give it more pizzazz. Hey. Great. Hello, there we pizzazz. go. Welcome, everyone. Hi, I'm Grace. La di da. Okay, Nick. Exactly. Nick's here too. <laughs> Nick's here too, right? Nick. 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 He's not here. <laughs> Abort. He's gone. <laughs> ah! Ah! Okay, he's back. What the fuck? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm Welcome sorry. Back, Nick. I'm sorry. I don't know Why what happened there. Why did you come what back screaming? There. What the fuck? My ears my, are bleeding. My microphone wasn't working and now it is. Ah! Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Ah, good. So, we were meant to start at five, and it's now seven, through various technical difficulties. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it was. <laughs> now your mic doesn't work. It wasn't. It's cracking. It, it's, it's, it's fine. So, Nick, what have you been reading? Uh, yeah, I've been reading Fast and the Furious Vulcan Drift by uh, Lousy underscore Science. The summary is, it's a Kirk and Spock riff on the, f- uh, the Fast and the Furious. Jim is an eager space flyer trying to break into the underground drag racing circuit filled with dangerous gangsters, fast ships and a brilliant team led by a mysterious Vulcan. I wonder who that could be. So, for those of you who don't know me, I am a massive Trekkie, so... I'm kind of keen to see where this is going and how faithful it is to the Star Trek canon. It's, it's honestly his and, um, yeah. his Trek fanaticalness makes it look like I only have a passing interest in cars. Oh, yeah. If you look at my shelf to the side, I have a model of the Constitution class sitting there quite proudly, and just below my monitor, there's one of the there's Caps and Archers NX class. Shut up. Ship. It's called Enterprise. <laughs> Already. Stop. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> Fine. This is this is um <laughs> This is why uh, Jim's quite a useful person to have around, because now I know how normal people feel when I talk to them about cars. I will say this now. I hate what I've seen of Star Trek because James decided to introduce me to first contact with his mum. And Cracking film. Mine has not aged well, and is absolutely horrendous, and I hated every moment of it. 
and oh. the, the CGI is held up fantastic. Come up with about Star Trek. It's like the moment you start talking about it, I've got to zone out because like, he's going to be on for ages about this. And it's just like, oh God, no! Here we go again. Okay, and then you know uh, I wake up later and um you you're, you've take you've got a strep still and you're, you're no longer talking and it's fantastic <sighs> yeah it's grace has to go away have a lemps wow. and then come back when she doesn't have a migraine <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that i think <laughs> i think my sub my i think my conscious I, I feel attacked to be honest completely I think I'm back into the room when, like, my brain registers no one's talking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. So, Nick, why don't you tell us about uh, Fast yeah, and Furious Vulcan Drift? Yeah, I better we have uh, a domestic on, um, uh, on our hands. Um, yeah, okay, cause... so, basically, the fic follows the plot of Fast and Furious 1. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen Fast and Furious 1... Basically, to break it down for you, Jim Kirk, who is playing the Paul Walker character in this, he is a Starfleet officer who is sent undercover on the underground space drag racing circuit to take down this crew that's sort of, you know, knocking off freighters for um, for stolen goods and then fencing them and making a shitload of money and stuff like that. As it turns out, it's led by Spock, who would be the last person I would see as the Vin Diesel character. <laughs> but here we are. It works It works kind of well. And sort of, you know, go, going through it, basically, to give you a, a rough summary, uh, summary of the plot, Jim Kirk breaks into the underground racing scene, loses his first race, as what happens in Fast 1. He gets picked up by Spock's team, who, you know, teach him how to build ships and, and, and be really good at racing and things like that. Then, of course, he's got a report to his superior, Captain Pike, who is high up in Starfleet. And it, it, it sort of goes on and various things happen. And anyway, Spock finds out who, you know, who, who Jim Kirk really is. He's actually a, you know, a, um, a Starfleet pilot. Uh, who's who's undercover doesn't flip his lid because of course that's not what Vulcans are about. But instead, um, they sort of work up a plan to play you know his his sort of superiors and the the other gangs at their own game. The only thing it does differ on is instead of the final drag race in Fast One where Dom crashes his car, there's a very protracted and sort of well-written, very flowery sex scene between Jim and Spock. Hey, finally start. It's interesting. Hey. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> yes, uh, he's a James T. Kirk and a Spock slash Vic, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. It's It's really, really nice. It's really, really nicely written. It's really, really nicely done. There's lots of various different little... Uh, different little references to the Fast and the Furious franchise, like instead of nitrous oxide, they have dilithium boosters, abbreviated to DILB, like, you know, NOSes and stuff like that. Uh, the guy who sets up the races, who owns the repair hoist that they're all sort of set off from, uh, he's, he's, he's called Hector, and he's the contact that, you know, Brian Spillner in Fast 1 has to get him into the underground racing circuit. It, it ties in really, really well, even though it's sort of like a slash fake, which, to be honest, I wasn't expecting, even though it says so in the tags, so I guess that's <laughs> on me. <laughs> you were but, so invested, you forgot it was gay as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the slow burn got you. 
Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, so basically, I'd like to hand you over to Jim, who is now going to give us a four-hour lecture on why dilithium boosters are bullshit. Okay, no. <laughs> I will hold back on explaining why dilithium boosters no, wouldn't work I'd in like... the Trek universe. Um, the main one I was actually going to point out is um, from the Kirk Spock slash fic. So, Vulcans have a thing called Ponfar, which is sort of a mating ritual. It's the only time they kind of drop all their logic and become mad horny. And that only happens once every seven years. Yeah, Yeah, Kirk has to fight Spock to get him not be (laughs) horny anymore. What on earth? Go to horny jail. (laughs) Bunk. Yeah, I, I can't actually remember why that happens, to be honest. I'm not I know, massive I can, on I the original series. A, I can remember an arena, but... for some reason. Yeah, there's an arena. They've got these, like, double-ended spears. One's got, like, a mace on one side, one's got, like, a crescent moon-shaped yeah, yeah. stabby bit on the what, other. What the fuck are the spears for if they're getting horny? What's if, going um, on? What the fuck? It's, it's to fight. Why are they fighting? Grace, we're going to have to sit down and watch some <laughs> Star Trek with you. tell me what... Are you tell- okay, I'm okay, not telling okay, you. So, you have to see it for yourself. So, honestly, you just made it sound like those weren't weapons, but like sex apparatus. <laughs> but, you know, was- it was quite a phallic scene. Oh god! <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is, if if Kirk and Spock are going to be a thing, Kirk's going to have to be very patient because Spock's not going to be horny again ah, for well, seven here's, years. Here's the thing. I'm sure there are asexuals that make that make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah, but have you seen Captain Kirk? He's he's an incredibly yeah, thirsty man. He's probably look, he's probably not going to be loyal. Let's be honest. But it's um, ah, yeah, it's, it's, this is yeah. uh, this Post-punk. is the thing though. Um, also, I think in this sort of fanfic universe, um, I think he would be loyal because the one thing about Fast and the Furious, the one thing that's more important uh, more important than the cars. Is the family. There we go. So, yep. Family. Um, (laughs) And uh, also, um, I suppose this is fan fiction, and one of the the beauties of writing fan fiction is you can make your favourite characters do whatever you want them to. So maybe... Yes, yes, we thank you for it. We're having so much fun. I do have... (laughs) Not always, but a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) So I have one more point yes. about the, the Trek aspect as well. So skimming through, I get the impression the author is more of a J.J. Abrams Trek person rather than a Gene Roddenberry oh, sort of classic whoa, hang James on, C. Hang on, hang on. era. Be very careful what you say because we said we wouldn't get involved in politics. <laughs> okay. No, don't worry. <laughs> I can do that. So... Hear me out. Okay, so this means the Kirk they've written, they've written the dialogue as if Kirk is played by Chris Pine uh, and right, not okay. William Shatner. Okay. So, Nick, if you can find us some long dialogue from Kirk, and if we can turn that uh, into Shatner dialogue... Two seconds. I think there's a long passage in the second chapter because it'll be... So, yeah, for this dialogue, yeah, it's written... Normally is Chris Pine, and Chris Pine kind of sounds kind of normal, generic action hero in my mind, so he's like, Of course I, Pike, come on. When you came to me, you said the Starfleet were willing to try something different to get these guys. 
I never li lied about how much it would cost, which is peanuts, by the way, compared to the budget these crews throw, throw around. By the way, no currency in the Federation. Don't know why they're talking about <laughs> budgets. Anyway. And you can't go into a meat like with some Dowage Aunt Space Hopper. Do you still trust me? So I... that's how they wrote the line. <laughs> but... I love that. Do you know what you sounded like? What? Uh, you sounded like the American overdubbing of Mad Max 1. Perfect. I can live with that. But So yeah, that's how they've written the dialogue and how it's expected. But, of course, me being a classic Trekkie, and I think Nick's a fan of Shatner as well. Oh, yeah. Probably more like... It probably more sounds like this. Of course, I... Pike, come on! When you came to me, you said that Starfleet were willing to try something different to get these guys... I never lied about how much it would cost, which is peanuts, by the way, compared to the budgets these crews throw around. And you can't go into a meet like that with some dowager aunt's space hopper. Do you still trust me? <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do Shatner. <laughs> that, was, that was a good Shatner. I liked it. Oh, excellent. So, are there any other points we need to talk about with this fic? Um, I was... That's that's basically it. I mean, I shall sort of sum it up by saying it's very well written. I enjoyed reading it. And if you're a fan of, you know, Star Trek and Fast and the Furious, you'll find little details from sort of both of the, both of the franchises which link them together quite nicely. Like, you can see how... One of the your favorite bits in the Fast and the Furious universe would work in the Star Trek universe, which I thought was really good. Mm. Um, also, if you're a fan of uh, Slash Fic, the the sex scene is in uh, Chapter Four. It's very long, you know. It's, it's it's very long, drawn out, well written. If you're into that sort of thing, then yeah, you you go for it. This is this is the fic for you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just. It's just good. I really enjoyed it, and like you know, every now and again there'd be like a little nod to Fast and the Furious, and I'd be like, ah, you know that. It's it's just good. I enjoyed it. Mm. And reading through, there are kind of nods to sort of. It's not just the J.J. Abrams era of Star Trek, by the looks of it. I've noticed there's there's some Cardassians in here. There's yeah. Talaxians. Um, yeah. So they've done their research. Yeah, I think basically what they've done is they've sort of pulled together all the um, all the best bits of the Star Trek universe to make it work better in a Fast and the Furious setting. Um, because, I wouldn't say better, but well, you know, um, all of the sort of to make it work in a Fast and the Furious setting. Okay, to make it yeah. to maybe make it seem more seedy and underworldish, which of course, as we know, mm. um, you know, the Federation isn't really like that. They're all about you know, striving for excellence, boldly going where no man has gone before, all the heroism and the, you know, heroics and shit for um, mm. forging alliances in, in deep space and things like to that. seek out new life for new civilizations, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Has Grace gone to sleep yet? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, um, one final point, Scotty smokes weed, confirmed. Nice. Huh. <laughs> he's always struck me as more of a whiskey man. But... No, he smokes weed in this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah. Cool. So, 
end of the day, seal of approval. Did you like it? Uh, seal of seal of approval. Yes, it was a very it was a very enjoyable read. So, Grace, uh, it's your turn to pick a fandom. What what do you have for us this time? Okay, today I have gone back in the past and thought about the kind of things that came out during my childhood. And I remember being very, very fond of uh, a little five-minute episode each uh, program called Hetalia, which which its aim was to sort of lightly, gently gloss over some of the stuff that happened in the wars between countries, and all the countries mm. are personified, and it's quite childish, quite immature, and probably not best to take seriously. In retrospect, it's probably incredibly racist now, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, I just I vaguely remember it being incredibly popular on Tumblr, to yeah. the point it almost got I watched got put... it during my uni days, and it was quite good. Oh, okay, dog. Yeah, so and each... it was funny oh, because the it's funny because the episodes were incredibly mature, but all the stuff that came out of it was like all the fan art was like really majestic and like took it took it really seriously and stuff like that, and it was just a very interesting contrast between the two. Mm. So oh, wow. what you saw on the TV show and what the fans actually produced were like two different genres altogether, like. It was it was amazing. <laughs> oh, there'll there'll be some there'll be some sights to see in this uh, in this dive then, won't they? Mm-hmm. I'll be so honest, the cliff I've notes seen quite it. a few Dijinshis where they've been shipping countries together and they've turned it into very graphic sex. It's been quite interesting. And what's worse, or sometimes or maybe interesting might be a better way of saying it, is <laughs> they they make references to historic events almost all the time because that's what they do. And it appears <laughs> in everything. So, Grace, what is a doshinchi for those of us who don't speak Japanese? It's funny, because and... you say that better than me, and I'm wondering why you're asking if you clearly know the answer, James. <laughs> because I know that Nick and our audience probably don't know, and you brought it up. Okay, as far as I'm aware, it is a graphic novel, which is fan-made. Yeah? And usually, yeah, that's right. quite usually, rated 18. But not always. But not always. But all the ones I've seen. <laughs> 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 because I'm a degenerate. Nice. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, they find me a lot of the time. I don't quite know how it happens. <laughs> So, uh, predictions on ships. Also, Nick, did we explain like what the characters of Hetalia are like sufficiently to you? I, um... Shall I go into it more? Like, a little tell bit you of context? What, I tell you what, yes, because my understanding is that, um, basically in Hetalia, from what Jim's told me from when he, you know, was going to uni, um, the, the countries are rep- represented by, like, anime girls... And anime boys no, usually. <laughs> oh, okay. All oh, right, okay. You, you didn't explain that very well to me. Otherwise, well, either that or I've forgotten. But there we go. So yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Grace, go ahead. So, it pretty much revolves around the Axis powers. So uh, mainly in World War One and Two, of you know, obviously Italy, Germany, and Japan 
all teaming up. They're a little little team against uh, the Allies, which are made up of America, America, Canada, England, France, China, and Russia. Okay. You know, I'm so, you know, I wouldn't have known this. If I hadn't watched Italia because my history lessons are rubbish. <laughs> but <clears throat> no offense, Mr. Lambert, you're a, you're a lovely, I'm sure. But shit. Okay, and um, uh, what was I going on? About? It expands from there, though. Like ev- almost every country has their own anime boy in this show that is yes, portrayed. Even yes. Sealand is they, in there. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Sealand's in it. He's a little boy. Oh, he looks mega. a little bit like England's character. <laughs> oh, that's mega. That's ace. Oh, I fucking, <laughs> I fucking love Sealand. Anybody yeah. who doesn't, um, uh, who doesn't know what Sealand is, please Google them. It's what I aspire to do someday. Oh god, that'd be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> there's also, there's also why as well, which is that micronation in. Uh, Australia, where some guy was like, okay, I'm just going to become a king. And so he made the Principality of Y, which is W-Y. <laughs> I didn't realise that was in the uh, she's, she's, I think she's in the comics, she's later on. Um, yeah, there Either, we go. Yeah. If, if, anybody, um, if anybody would like to know more about Sealand, please go to www.sealandgov.org. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they've got their own go. We're not sponsored by Sealand. Let's move no, on. No, no, we're not. But wouldn't you like to be? Oh, I'd love to be sponsored. <laughs> they, could, they could give us titles. They could let us hang a banner off the side of the sea fort. <laughs> we don't have a sea fort. Oh, you mean our, our banner on their sea fort? You, yes. You could yes, just apply for fort. a passport, apparently, and like early on, they'd give you roles. So you could just be the ambassador or. Or one of the many princes or something. Mm-hmm. What ships are you guys expecting to see in this? Considering US, every UK, country is up there. France and the UK. Yeah, I can believe that. Spain and Italy. Specifically, southern Italy. And Germany and northern Italy. There we go. Those are mine. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if this counts as me betraying my country, but I can see France, UK being quite popular. Because I, I was quite into that ship. They're quite cute okay together. Okay I've never known you to ship two men together, James. Well, I make exceptions sometimes, and Britain and France are countries. It's, um, <laughs> you see that, ladies and gentlemen, from a northerner, that was a complete straight face. <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for like the Sundaray relationship, where um, it was a kind like one of, of them hates a relationship in Hetalia though. Like he was like, "I'm not going to sign this marriage contract," and then he like drags him into a fucking alleyway, and then suddenly there's a there's a pact that's been signed. <laughs> yeah, like they're always fighting because that is the history of Britain and France. We were constantly at war for centuries. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, they it's... did. They did make a joke out of that. They were like, "Oh, every time England goes into battle, it is just because France has is on the opposite mm. side." And then when France <laughs> changed sides, we changed to the other side so we could yeah. fight France. Okay. We only get involved because we want to fight France, and it's it's true the other way around as well. Like the only reason America won the uh, War of Independence was because France saw that England was having problems. And like, right, we're in. Let's supply them with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my next prediction, come to think of it. 
I think we're going to see a Hamilton crossover. Oh, okay. Because Hamilton's quite popular, and it covers history, and so does Italia. So, yeah. Ah, okie doke. Call in that now. I'll, we'll see we if shall, I'm right or not. We shall see what happens. Any um, guesses which countries will be popular, Nick? Like Russia and the US? Okay, yeah, I'm going to, based on my limited knowledge of Italia and my um, slightly less limited knowledge of uh, World War One and World War Two, I reckon um, Austria and Hungary are going to get it on, Austria and Germany... Um, Germany and Italy are going to get it on, but Italy's going to switch sides halfway through <laughs> and go go have it off with um, the UK and America. Um, when you say switch sides, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it means it, it means exactly what I think. Yeah, they're going to be in love with Germany and stuff like that, and then switch sides and just bugger off. Oh, them. okay. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I reckon um, America and Russia, they'll love each other, but they'll end up as bitter enemies, and then they'll love each other again afterwards. And um, uh, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much me done. And um, pretty much a lot of people offended by my current statements. Well, there we go. <laughs> That reminds me, by the way, uh, when they made Hetalia, about, I think it was halfway through, the creator um, clarified bonus content that they had human names as well, so they could fit in with everyday people. Oh, yeah. Even though most people know that they're countries, like, they have actual names, so Canada is called Matthew Williams, and... Uh, America is called Alfred F. Jones. Uh, so yeah, so this Japanese guy has looked up the, the most popular names for each country and allocated them to the countries. But for some Aww. reason we got Arthur Kirkland. And I don't know anyone by the last name Kirkland. That's a very British name. Really? But America, America should have been called Donald E. Dieselberger Jr. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But apparently most people in America are called Jones. As their last name. Yeah. You learn something new every day. And I think France is called Francis Bonifoy or something. Bonifoy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that works. Prussia is called Gilbert. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Germany is called Ludwig. Uh, Italy is called uh, Feliciano and he's got a brother called Lovino. Yeah, that's that's uh, very that's very Spain Italian. is Antonio. Oh, why do I remember these? Or vaguely <laughs> remember these first name terms of all these countries? You know, my God. Ah, well, yeah, grace the world leader <laughs> in, in every sense of the world. Yeah. So, oh talking of learning something new, I've yeah. found something here. Uh, we, I think it's fair to say we're all familiar with Alpha, Beta, and Omega right now. Already? Have you really found one already? I found one. Not only that, but I found one with a fourth category. A fourth So this one contains gammas. This is how to be a monster. And for three years, (laughs) Ivan and his siblings lived in the wild as gammas. Wolves. Wolves with no pack. Guess, Guess who Ivan is. I'm guessing Russia. 
It is Russia. Well, Congratulations. Hey. <laughs> I tell you what I find funny is that this, what from what Hitana actually is, I'm surprised uh, how dark all the fanfiction is, considering it's really dumb. Like canon-wise, everything about it is just yeah. crack. And then we've gone to this, and it's like really dark themes, like there's alcoholism, there's people trying to kill each other, there's prostitutes knocking about with all these like drug addictions. Yeah, like, I've got another Jesus one I don't Christ. want to cover here. It's amazing. Alfred is a professional child abductor what? who vows to ne- never keep one for himself oh, for until sake. he lays his eyes on Ivan. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. This is a dark fandom. But, mm. Wow. Yeah. I don't want no. to go to jail. No, me neither. What the? Uh, I found. <laughs> I found. I have found an England and France okay. fic. And the tags are necrophilia, smut, alternate universe, zombie apocalypse. Okay, drop, drop us a link. <laughs> <laughs> Contains fucking gross shit and necrophilia. You have been warned. <laughs> oh is that a, man! Are, are we doing necrophilia? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not personally. I'm, I, I'm not. What you get up to on a weekend is <laughs> up to yeah. you, mate. But you know, Shh, you know what I mean. Uh, yes, well, the thing is, I mean, read it and what? find out. It's a zombie fix, so I don't think it's. Hopefully, it won't take itself too seriously. But I don't okay. know because I haven't read it. Yeah, it's, it's this is the it's, this is the weird thing, really. It's like to be um, fair, if the author is saying it's honestly you... disgusting, and it hasn't been made to elicit any reaction, it's simply a reaction. I don't condone necrophilia. Don't try it at home. So who who has no, the opportunity try to try it, it at I home? Don't know people say that. <laughs> yes. Murderers don't need encouragement. <laughs> Please Dharma. don't. No, no, they don't. Murderers do not need encouragement. Oh, ne- neither do necrophiliacs. You're right. I'm a beautiful princess. Thank you for agreeing. What? I don't know. I'm just skimming through. Were you reading something, or are you just looking in the mirror? Uh, there's not a mirror in this room, but thank you. <laughs> Scotland wants England to make him a kilt and America comes home at the wrong time. That sounds and good. Kilt and it's called Real Men Wear Kilts by that, Toast. That sounds way better. And I feel like let's, I've seen let's that do it. A, a, a kilt. A kilt fic? Is that a thing? Yeah. I, it is now. Okay, let's, let's learn about kilts. <laughs> Real Men Wear Kilts by Toast underscore Senpai. They do. America comes home at the wrong time. Okay. Why does England want Scotland to make him a kill? Uh, I don't know. Should we? Are we no, going to look on. at this? Yeah, it's the other way around. Scot- Scotland wants oh, a kill. Yeah, England that makes more sense. Yeah, Eng- no, no, that, no, that makes less sense. Why the fuck would Scotland go to his shitty younger brother and go, "Oi, make oh, me, true. make me a kilt"? Like I can, he could. He's an independent. Well, uh, not necessarily independent at the moment, but he, he can make his own kilts. He's been making them longer than England, definitely. I would have thought he'd just have a kilt. Maybe England's better at sewing. Yes, he is actually good at sewing. Like there's a there's a bit he's doing Uh, embroidery. Okay. 
Doesn't matter. Um, I, yeah, just remember this episode where they're reading this paper and like, why did Russia jump out of like a plane? And it, like, it is based on something that Russian soldiers did once, where they jumped out of a plane thinking the snow yes, would cushion them. I've seen that one. And they broke the, all the bones in their body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and France oh, and England just sitting there in like the same house, quite domestic, and England's just embroidering. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I don't even know if you come in. Like. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at my table, reading my paper. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> it's, um, I suppose that checks out because, of course, in the... Um, I suppose World War One and World War Two, the the textile mills would have still been in full swing, wouldn't they? Okay, well, it might not even be in that... Um... Yeah, movie. Italia. It, you don't really know when it's yeah, set. Oh, okay. It's just it covers, kind of a nebulous it all period. Periods. It it starts off in the present and then goes mm. back to the past, and like ah, they'll right, tell okay. you the dates yeah. in the episode, and they'll do little random bits like the war. Like Grandad Rome thing. shows up at one point. Oh, right, as well. fair enough. Because he is the granddad yeah. of Rome. many European countries. In fact, all European countries. Yeah. I yeah. think. That's yeah, that that's quite good. Mm-hmm. All roads lead to Rome and all that. So yeah, let's. I'm just skimming through this. America's mouth dropped open at the size of England. He was in a skirt, and it was fucking hot. America slowly approached him, <laughs> huge grin on his face. This isn't something I would normally do, you pillock. Oh, America hell. wasn't having any of that. He snatched England's <laughs> arm and pulled him close, back to his chest. Isn't it? Isn't it, doll? I thought you loved wearing women's clothing. England scarf. <laughs> Can't you see it's a kilt which are worn by men for your information? I was just playing. I don't know what this is. But why do you have but why you have it on is a mystery. <laughs> Becoming Scottish. I would never become Scottish. This was a request from Scotland himself. Oh my god. I'd like to apologize to every country because <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> You don't even have to apologise for the whole of America. It's just Texas. <laughs> I'd like to apologise to Texas. I think I think they would argue. Yeah, with that. that wasn't. It's like in it's like in Braveheart when Mel Gibson does a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the Scottish accent in You're a Wizard, Harry was more convincing. I also want people to be aware that Italia in itself has a few. Canon oh, yeah. alternate universes of its own. Where there's Neo Talia, which is they're all female. And more importantly, Nico Talia, where they're all cats. Of course. And you have Germauser. <laughs> uh, you have Americat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, they all have cat pod names. I can't nice. remember them all, but. Oh. It's lovely. America. So yeah, bonus points if we find any Nico Talia. It's Neko Talia. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a weeb. Neko but... Talia. <laughs> yeah, you're such a... Uh... You don't correct Nick when he goes... When he says Hetalia. Yeah, but Nick doesn't watch anime. Grace, you should know better. <laughs> no, I don't... I'll never know better. I've watched, like, three animes in my time on I think this Grace... World. That's why I don't bother correcting you. But I do correct Grace, because Grace is a weeb like me and should know.
I have here. So, Grace, do you, what what does two P mean in relation to these? Second persona. Ah, so okay. It's, a, it's another AU. I think I think this is what it is. But there is another AU where um their their personalities are inverted. So there are all the nice ones are really horrible. And the grumpy ones are really nice, and it's, ah, it's... so it's the mirror universe. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, and it's really creepy. Do they all have like goatees and such. <laughs> no, they mostly their colours are just inverted, and well, they're not oh, necessarily inverted; they're just slightly off. And like that's a shame. Uh, England, for some reason, dresses in pink, drinks even more tea like sweets and things and he is like your... <laughs> the mirror universe of britain he still likes tea yeah he still likes tea but like he's <laughs> instead of being this crotchety old git he's he's like he's one of those sort of sweet like disgustingly sweet people but on the inside he's like horrible R- rotten to the oh. core he's a yeah. yandere he's a yandere and the yandere <laughs> russia mm-hmm. Is a sundry. Ah, interesting. Anyway, I have here for you guys. I love my werewolf boyfriend. Two P werewolf Canada ex reader. Oh god! Oh, it's a, it's a, that's, that's it's why a I was asking. I suppose. Okay. It's a readerfic with uh, werewolf Canada. Oh. Nice. And it I, cost I don't know what to make of that. And it only costs two P. Warning. Sex, swearing, spelling, grammar, and a werewolf doing it with you. Hey, don't look at me like that. Pouts. <laughs> equals three, equals. And then two close brackets. <laughs> Excellent. What's lemon? Nice. How do you know yeah, I've been wondering lemon? about that. That's probably the one thing I shouldn't have to explain. Lemon, I think... Okay, so I think the meaning of lemon as this came out changed a couple of times but it essentially came out of lemon party which oh, is like a gay really gay I term mean, for like old people who have sex oh we know oh, about lemon party no i think um don't sound so enthusiastic jim um i think um it's, it's I, I think lemon came out of it was a derogatory term in america for you know, gay and lesbian people, because of course, in in America, if you say that you've bought a lemon, you've bought something which doesn't work. Nick, I'm going to have to interrupt you because you're both wrong. Oh, because I've I've just I've just googled it. Um, it just means a fanfic with explicit sexual content. Oh, okay. And it originates from the early 2000s. There was something called the Citrus Scale for how <laughs> uh, juicy your fanfic was, starting Fantastic. at citrus and then going to grapefruit. Nice. I'm just going to look that up. So, citrus should we scale. be rating these differently? <laughs> I, I'm, we could try and citrus scale. There it is. The, I've got yeah. a question. What side... Like, Is is grapefruit the worst? Yeah. Okay. What's the least worst? Uh, citrus. Avocado. Citrus oh. is a mild <laughs> interaction. Is Orange worst. is for kiss. It's essentially like a... Um, it's a variant of the base system. Like, first base, second base, etc. Alright, okay. So yeah, citrus is just mild, they're hugging, they're kissing. Uh, Orange is for, like, more kissing, (laughs) with some touching beyond that. (laughs) Lime is heavy making out and some light groping. Lemon is actual sex. 
and grapefruits is anything beyond that. All right, okay, yeah. learn something new every day. And we've just dodged Nick talking about cars once again. Um, Thanks, TV tropes. Hey. <laughs> oh, excellent. So it's I like this. It's like um, it's like first base, second base, third base, home, and I don't know in in the <laughs> stands, I guess, in the changing rooms. <laughs> Right. Oh, I found, a, so... I found a lingerie misunderstanding, which is the suspenders one. A lingerie misunderstanding? So, suspenders in America and suspenders in the UK are two very different things. Oh, yeah, of course they you are. You enjoy suspenders, they? England said, and it was an incredible statement, not a question. Well, yeah, America said blushing slightly before turning his head away. Like, I like to tug on them, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And so oh, later, dear. England comes in and, like, I've got something for you. And he's wearing, like, suspenders and a garter ball. And Erica's like, what the... What? <laughs> <laughs> he said he liked suspenders. He was like, well, um... <laughs> I meant suspenders, you know. That, that these suspenders. And he, like, shows him his own actual, like, uh, strap suspenders. Braces. Yeah, braces. <laughs> Oh lord, <laughs> said England, he should fucking run off. <laughs> Start off, I don't want to hear you. <laughs> so yeah, suspenders Whoops. by Amine, if you ever want to look that up. I found Arthur, a wizard who specialises in sex and seduction. <laughs> what? I find it funny that anyone ships England with anyone, because he's got the most massive, strange-looking eyebrows, where he looks like he's drawn a load of lines on his face. And it's like people, people would pair him with him and call him really attractive. And I was like, I don't think he's supposed to be, you know. Especially not like a a wizard of the mystic sexual art. Yeah, he's he's not a heartthrob. No, he's not, is he? Alfred seeks out a master to teach him the fine art of magic, in which Alfred makes a terrible mistake. Maybe I can make you believe in love and sex and magic. Um. He's like he's like a horny Snape. <laughs> I I kind of assumed Snape was always horny. <laughs> oh wow, there are thirty six chapters for this. Wow. Oh wow. And I'm curious specifically, chapter twenty seven, in which Alfred plays with fire. So, through all the sex magic, he finally learns how to cast fireball, <laughs> and it probably backfires. Oh no, I, I wasn't far off. Arthur turns Alfred into a half-dragon. Oh, okay. Okay, doke So that's where the playing with fire comes into it. Is it are they going to have sex while he's a dragon? Oh, yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> Bloody hell. Nice. <laughs> uh, there's, one of them's a half-incubus as well. Uh, okay. Which I assume means you're horny, but not always. <laughs> You're horny, but you can function as a normal human being. Yeah. Handy. Which is, Handy. As opposed to all-in incubus. It's, it's like all of us, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> we're, all, we're all half incubus. We're just... all horny, but we can we can function as a normal human beings. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they mean like incubus is just like they've got magic sex powers and like they, they elude pheromones or something stupid because they're only half. They don't like do it on uh, purpose. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to 
guess what they're on about. But I do know that I found another tentacle fic. Jesus, you're doing well, aren't you? You sure you just haven't <laughs> yep. like clicked a tag by accident? Uh, no comments. <laughs> okay. He ha- he hasn't clicked it. It's just what the algorithm sent uh, algorithm sends him because it's what he yeah. looks at it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anyway, this is this is called when it started. We had high hopes. Okay. Who's uh, it by? England New Sheltering and Strange... Oh, by Cathar. England New Sheltering and Strange Caves was a bad idea, even in a downpour as heavy as this one, even when you're lost in the forest. Ominous. So, yeah. England is ravaged by tentacles. What? Uh, He he hates it at first. What? Mm. Okay. Yeah. The tentacle porn I never knew I had to write. Okay, there it is. <laughs> I found another. <laughs> I found, how? I found another kilt on. Oh no! Hang on! Hang on! Shit! Maybe this. Did you click on something? Maybe this thing is part four of kilts. It might actually be oh. the same person who has a very specific fetish for kilts. Hang on. Let's see. Specifically England and a kilt, and not Scotland. Actually, no, I think this is someone else altogether who's got a thing for kilts, and... Okay. So part one is England and America, and is uh, Arthur, England, is forced into a kilt by his half-brother, not pleased with the arrangement, he soon forgets his woes, and he spots America, and things carry on. Next is Arthur's father. Father is getting remarried, and he's, he's looking at Alfred. And once again, they have to wear kilts. And then another wedding, but this time Arthur's happy to be there. Unfortunately, a kilt is required again. And then kinky kilts is Francis, wow. <laughs> aka France, finds himself drawn to Andrew, which is Scotland. Wishing he had made war moves before he was in a committed relationship, but when they finally fall into bed together, does it actually mean an end to his pining? So I'm guessing they're wearing kilts in that as well. I had no idea kilts were so popular. Yeah, I suppose I, I suppose kilts are a thing. So far, crikey, that's yeah, but more than yeah, more than, more than one um, you know more, more than one person what's likes a, it. What's a sporan? Hmm. Or sporans. A sporan. It's the it's the little purse that you wear on the front of a kilt. <laughs> well, the tiger's sexy sporans. <laughs> and it appears in all of them. <laughs> a sexy sporan. Yeah. <laughs> it's by Firebear oh, for Zeppelin. So yeah, started off as a Christmas Christ. present and it continued on apparently. Uh, well. <laughs> nice. I. <laughs> I have no disrespect for them. Like, if kilts are your thing, good on you. Okay, back to uh, the things. Okay, I've got I've got something that panders to Grace here. Oh, go on, then. Nick, okay. you sound a bit too interesting. So <laughs> I want to know why this um, is... Jim thinks this fickle panda to you. 
Okay. Has he found anything on uh, me? Okay. No. This is Norse Realm Academy Loki oh. X Reader X Thor. Oh. So yeah. it's it's the Hetalia boys plus Loki and Thor <laughs> in a high school. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and if you can think of something that panders to Grace harder, then oh, <laughs> you get to believe it. They were all um, cats, and then that was like, yes, I'd love it. Hilarious. Yeah, if they were also all cats. Oh. No, they, they're they hot boys, but at night they transform into cats. <laughs> hang, hang on a sec. Um, or the other way around. Check, depending on what you're in the mood for. <laughs> I'm probably going to write that for you at some point. Ladies and gentlemen, check your archive warnings. Yes. Oh, it's under. Yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of um, that sort of thing. Here. Wait, what's, okay. what's underage? Let's. Oh, the thing you said. The Loki Norse Realm Academy. Yeah, I don't want to look at that. Why oh, are you okay. sending me underage shit, James? Jesus. Oh yeah. I, I didn't realize. I don't want children. <laughs> I didn't realize. Okay. Read it, man. Fine, I'll send you this instead. Find me some cats. Um... In the meantime. I found a crossover none of us saw coming. Ooh. Okay. So this is Axis Powers Italia mixed with 1984 by George Orwell. What? Yeah. This is um... called Unsteady Ground. Alternate Universe Dark. Oh uh, Oceana God. is one of the countries. Along <laughs> with England. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. England had never met Eurasia, nor did he have any particular desire to. Oh yeah, because you're always at war with with Eurasia. Yeah. Unless they're at war with East Asia. Yeah. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Um, England in... I just want to point out, I'm not very cultured and I haven't actually read all of George Orwell's works. Oh, that's that's fine. They're they're not oh, fun on. reads. They're quite depressing. Well, if Animal Farm was anything to go by when they sent the horse. Oh, Animal Farm was dark. Yeah, I didn't like Animal Farm. In this, England would not be called England. Yeah, he'd be airstrip one, wouldn't he? He'd be airstrip one. Yes, that's right. Huh. I've read nineteen eighty four. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Really? You... you enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, it was, you know what I mean. Yeah, it was grim. <laughs> it was very grim. Um, yeah. And, yeah, um, if you want to imagine the future, then imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. That quote is burned into my brain because of 1984, yeah. but there we go. What does Futanari mean? <laughs> <laughs> the tables uh. have turned. Nick, why don't you explain that one? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut that in, but what is it? (laughs) Nick, why don't you explain that one? Oh, you'd like me to explain Futanari, right, okay. Um, It's, uh, mm, how can I put this in a politically correct way? Okay, it's women with penises, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, Yes. You say politically, not, not even in a transgender way, it's just women with penises. Yeah, it's it's just a literal. It's like a literal woman with a literal penis. They they haven't had an operation. They just have a penis. Yeah. Nice. They're usually okay. massive as well. Yes. Well, you wouldn't want a little one if you're going to go like have the effort in a fiction to have one. That's true. <laughs> that's 
But they're like true. implausibly massive, like down to your knees. Yes, but they are. You wouldn't have enough blood. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I saw a tag and yeah. Stop uh, thinking about big throbbing penises, Jim. Shh. <laughs> 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 I've not found any cats yet. I have found one called Calling Daddy. Okay. Uh, Which, I, I, may, I went for this one because it has the tag British Kink. And I was really hoping like that we'd find like a, a whole fetish of people into British people, but no, this is the only one that's used it. Okay. And it has Britain calling someone daddy quite often by the sounds of it. <laughs> okay. Oh no, it's it's England reader, and England is the daddy. Okay, oh, okay. I think, or it might be the other way around. Mm, um, no, it's it's England's the daddy. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> so it, it describes all of this sex scene, and it's like, Daddy, give me your cock, and all this stuff. And once all the sex is finished, it ends on Arthur going, Alright, cheerio, see you in a couple of hours. <laughs> nice. That's exactly what every British person says after sex. Cheerio! I'm coming, swallow it all. <laughs> Ugh, Arthur, fuck. Oh, bugger it all! <laughs> it's better finish my paperwork! I'll play. <laughs> Would you guys mind if I recorded this? If, like, we do it as, like, um. We do, like, the MS voice and then just cut to British <laughs> accents. Yeah, alright. Yeah. I will pop it, don't you worry. <laughs> Daddy's holding you up and pounding your sweet little hole against the wall with my G8 uniform still on, just how you like it. But always silent during your orgasms, your mouth always making a little popping noise, and then you were finished. But you came as your fingers struck your sweet spot, making you yell out in abandon. You rode out your orgasm with the help of Arthur, whispering sweet nothings into your ear as you finished. Oh, bugger all! Oh, bugger all! <laughs> I'd better finish that paperwork, love. I'll plan a nice little date with us when the te- and the telly when we get home. Sound good? <laughs> mm, you know all right, like. cheerio! <laughs> See you in a couple of hours. <laughs> you laugh. Next you laugh. <laughs> your joy didn't last long. It turned out you had been gone for 20... 20- yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I found the neat I found the oh, As as we're closing up, you finally find one. I yes. finally find cats. But at the same time, my own cat wants to come into oh. the room and she's meowing loudly at the yeah, door. Yeah, so it's I'm probably time we say goodnight. <laughs> I found a third Orwell one. <laughs> I need to stop scrolling. Nice. <laughs> oh, for God. Oh, Jesus wept. Okay, Put the thing down, though. It's too fucking depressing. But yeah, um... Oh my poor cat. Okay, so I guess we're done for today. Um we'll take one of these fix home and we'll cover it next next time. Uh so yeah. When we'll be back next week talking about a different fandom. Okay, dokie then. What are we talking about next Space, time? Space. The final frontier. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, no. it's my turn! No! Ah! No! These are the voyages. No! See you next time. No. Well, you won't see us no. next time. We're Shit. an audio no. podcast. But no. I'm not going to be here. Listen to us next I'm not gonna time. Be here. I'm going to be here. Uh, yeah, if if Grace hasn't uh, if Grace hasn't um, sort of locked herself away in a room where we can't get to her with no I'll just do an impression advice, of Grace. Then, yeah, I'm sure it's quite easy. Like, oh, my time. name's Grace. I hate <laughs> everything. Uh, where's the cats and the two boys <laughs> kissing? Uh. Yeah, exactly. Why do you have me see on? easy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why am I? Because I'm busy doing an impression of myself. That.